So the uh, keynote, the phrase, um, unrestricted awareness, unrestricted citta. So we're taking the word citta and just expanding it a little bit more. Because the fact that we're affected, touched, moved, shaken, annoyed, gladdened, means there's some receptivity there that that happens to. That lands somewhere. And that somewhere's not a physical place or a sensorial place, it's heart place. We're affected, we're touched, we respond, we get upset, we feel glad and we're aroused, disappointed, we're touched, we're affected, we're affected by how we're touched, we're touched by how we're affected, and it just goes on. These resonances and reverberations, getting exasperated at how I keep complaining, <laughs> and so on. Affected and touched. What's affected and touched? I'm affected and touched. Where's that? Where's that I? Mm. Where does it land? Mm. So I would say there's presence. There's awareness. So perhaps two expressions of the same experience or the same base, the same ground of being, which has no location, no specific location, no formulated identity, no motivation. It's peaceful. Behind every I am is an I. Behind every, this is the encouragement for inquiry. I'm complaining, I'm unhappy, I'm upset, I'm not getting what I want. Good, good. (laughs) And meet that, the voice of that, whatever it's saying whatever the language it uses, whatever the stories it concocts, meet the voice of that. Who says that? Where does the voice arise? Presence, awareness, and um, the voice is the initial (laughs) actualization. It becomes actual. Now, you know, things like awareness and presence, those sound like, well, yeah, great. Those could be realizations. There is that. Actualization is something similar, but it's actually much more pertinent because this is where it becomes actual. 
lived here, you, in your confusion, in your wish, in your disappointment, in your joy. We go back to the voice of that. Who is saying that? And be, be, uh, don't jump to conclusions. You know, there's any kind of right effort. It's this relentless sense of, I don't want conclusions. I don't want to jump. I want to be it to reveal itself. And that means I'm, I will keep asking that and presenting that question in the here and now, and let all those assumptions, conclusions, thoughts, ideas, let them roll through. Just keep the question, who's saying that? Where's that come from? This is the Dhamma Vijaya, the enlightenment factor of inquiry, enlightenment factor. And the Buddha is saying, any Dhamma, skillful or unskillful, is food for investigation. Mm. Skillful or unskillful. Now, some of these voices we really don't like very much at all. Me whining, <laughs> self pitying. <laughs> Seeking affirmation, pathetic, <laughs> guilty and furtive, <laughs> greedy and grasping, petty and jealous. <laughs> mm. Go to the voice mm. that. Mm. We're here to suffer. <laughs> We're here to investigate suffering. Here it is. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't figure out what's going on. I can't get a grasp of this. Where am I supposed to meditate? How is it? Very good, good. And that, that frustrated, exasperated, slightly irritated, confused. Who, who says that? Where does that come from, that voice? And just keep tracing it back. Whereas my frustrated ego consciousness because my perverted upbringing with certain retroflective parental obsessions and projections. Hmm, who said that? (laughs) 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 So you you start to kind of call these voices into attention, get them to take their clothes off. Voice, mm. mm. you know, says so there's, there's well, there's desire there, isn't there? Fundamentally, desire, the actualization is desire bound. Bound, you know, and then where is desire? Where does fire light up from? Where does voice come from? How does it, how does it come into being? 
with that. Mm. You can kind of keep this sense of gentle penetration. Yoni saw Manasikara turning your attention into the source of things, into the womb of things. Mm. These are this quality the Buddha used, encouraged. Manasikara is the thinking, measuring attention. Now you're not just clamping it onto any old prescribed object. Certainly using it, turning it yonisaw. It goes wombwards, wombwards towards the source. And that's one of your main tools for Dhamma Vijaya investigation, exploration of phenomena. Actualize in this moment of being, being me. Mm. There's penetration into that. You find that, you come to that point. The voice has been heard and it becomes silent. But it's, it's still that open, unrestricted, and then beautiful things can turn from that. Beautiful things can turn from that. Mm-hmm. As we were hearing yesterday, you know, Someone mentioning, somebody swearing at them, cursing them, over road rage stuff. And just, mm-hmm, that's that. Mm-hmm, that's that. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's that. I can be with that. I can meet that. And then, from that point, compassion. Maybe that's good for him. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, don't know. But we do know compassion arises in response to suffering. Irrespective of the personality or the context. The place where we're not defending, not justifying, not running away, not explaining, not blaming, not just uh uh-huh, open, suffering, compassion. Now, of course, this deep turn is often veiled through the mirage of language and the clouds and movements of thought. These have to be listen to deeply. Mm. Realization, actualization, possible, but it does require this deep desire, sharply, clearly held mm. and activated 
into the reality or the apparent reality of what's happening. That could be quite a gentle movement, just a gentle, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, tell me more. Mm. That's the sound of compassion. The sound of compassion is, when it meets suffering, tell me more. Open. So it can be just, you know, just bring it on. (laughs) So it's not, what's the meaning of this? And why is it a sense of, you know, this can be quite a gentle penetration. Probably that's better than thinking you're going to charge through and get to some final ultimate goal. Because essentially this desire has to be handled, moderated. The fire has to be held carefully. Otherwise it burns things up in a rush, taking time. Mm. Mm. And that uh, Realization and actualization is no longer shut down by perceptions, impressions, feeling, activations, such as feeling angry or aroused, either internally or externally, either in oneself or feeling it in another. Witnessing it, feeling that flaming energy rushing. We're no longer, you know, freezing up about it. There it is. Everybody has it. Everybody has it. This has to be met. Everybody has it. Meet it with that sense of we open around it. An opening is not some kind of act of the will. This is, in a way, it's just the relaxing, not opening. <laughs> you know, so we tend to close and try to, well, that shouldn't, that's a stop, what am I supposed to do? But, you know, no, it's, that's the stuff you relax so that it can be almost by nature itself opens. When there's not the grasping, clinging, clutching, finalizing, concluding, nailing it down. This is me, this is you, this is the way it should, it's not right. No, nail it, okay. Expand or let the awareness of that open around it, unrestricted, unrestricted, unrestricted by consciousness. Drip, 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 sound, sights, jumping in with their associated pleasant, unpleasant feelings. Feeling impaled by peppering thoughts, abrasive sounds, beguiled by fascinating flavors. Oh, there's this. Everybody gets this. Everybody gets this. 
opening around it. The Tathagata dwells of unrestricted awareness in ten ways, unrestricted by form. Those unrestricted awareness, unrestricted by birth, aging, death, the Tathagata dwells of unrestricted awareness, unrestricted by defilement and suffering, the Tathagata dwells with unrestricted awareness. The realization body abides unrestricted. The realization body says it's this. And what is birth? Birth is that experience that's experience of coming into a separate form, that experience, everybody gets this, separate form, feeling there's an in me and out there, Uh uh-huh, birth, separation, comes into this, how do I meet that, how do I prevent that, what am I supposed to be with that? What does that do to me? What do I do to it? Birth. Coming into that early sense sense of fragmentation. So it's sensed. The shock of birth. Jitta's confused. Shock, birth. Coming into this sense consciousness. Boing. Wow. And that shock losing touch with itself, so I'm in here, that's out there. Unrestricted by birth, the realization is there's a sense. I can't be out there without something to experience it. The fact of there means there's a here. Senses are there. <laughs> so there isn't actually a separation. There's a there, there's a here. Otherwise, there'd be no way of knowing the there unless there's a here. There'd be nothing for it to occur to. So I'm here. In, so there's no real separation. There's a confused relationship. Because, of course, in that losing touch, there's this grasping occurs, kind of crystallization around the here as being separate and there as being separate. Crystallization, that encapsulation into something more located. Location gives us dislocation. Location is actually dislocation. (laughs) And yet we seek location and we find dislocation. Because that there never quite meets me here. Because we're coming then from that perspective 
of the dislocated, fragmented. If we take the me, the self bit, as something fundamentally separate, in order to give a sense of security and mm-hmm, orientation, on that basis, the relationships that occur have another quality to them. They're called craving. Mm. Which can be push it away, reflex, push it away, pull it in. And all that affirms a sense of dislocation. So when we that trans, transposes onto the sense realm, we get our new car, fantastic, lovely, shiny, glossy, purring, murmuring, leather, smooth, silky, red, black, purple, all the sheens, all the colours, boom, purring, obedient to my every wish. <laughs> Perfect relationship. sort of still remains beyond and it starts to break down and want something and, you know and you know the more you hold it the more anxious the relationship gets mm. so the, the sense of the craving to have something brings with it the shadow of anxiety about losing it so owning something means losing. Owning is a form of losing. Own something, lose the sense of fullness, wholeness. Uh, location, you're coming into the fragmented world which naturally is crazy. It's not whole. Location, dislocation, owning means losing. And this desire becomes craving. That lovely, fruitful aspiration energy goes into something that's uh, always hungry, always skipping around. And this to that, sense objects. And then even the sense of the, the one who is, seems to be there in in that experience which we never really locate because it's generally it's the craving sense and the objects that catch the attention Mm. there's somebody behind that who is hungry Mm. Mm. and we sort of lose that or we don't into that because right in there even in in that craving and grasping yes if that's understood and penetrated and who is grasping who is craving where does that come from again it will take us back to realization so through penetrating understanding uh, grasping and craving 
as the targeter is released. Those ways become abandoned through that realization. Desire then is freed, turns into compassion, turns into various forms. For the Buddha, it was the ceaseless movement to generate solace and realizations for others till life expired. So when we just even realize the realization around birth, and birth naturally along with birth comes the shadow of death. Separation of experience and the birth experience is then perpetuated or presented as also there will be a death in this. And the there will decompose or break up and then you'll be lost. So naturally there's this sense of a grasping at some permanent entity that will continue beyond the sense world. How could that be? Heaven, future life, who knows? Don't jump to conclusions. Even, even that, that's called becoming. Or the craving to get out of all this, to just find annihilation somewhere where this process doesn't have to keep occurring. Craving for that, get me out. Even that, who, who, who's, gonna, who's getting out? Who's going to be getting out? What's that voice say? Investigate these voices. The voice of day three on a retreat. Get me out of here. I want to go home. (laughs) I want to go to bed. (laughs) I want to sit in a hot bath. Eat what I like. (laughs) Get me out of here. (laughs) Oh voice, where do you come from? (laughs) And beneath that, within that, within that, hear it. Hear it. Hear the voice. Be the hearing of the voice. Hearing there's no Genders, no conclusions, no judgments, just hear, resonate, trust the resonance, since you are craving and uncertain and not sure this is going to work for you and whether your needs will ever get met and so on, listen to the voice of it, penetrate, sound, tone, the heart tone, mm. hear it. Mm. So this is certainly the movement of compassion. Tell me more. Mm. As the, the, 
penetration of suffering. Suffering is to be understood, to be penetrated, deepened into. And then we find as as an unforced, uncontrived, probably even don't even recognize it as such, quality of heart. Because it's not self, it's not me being nice, or me getting over anything, or me smarming some goodwill on top of it. Something, I hear you. Realization, that's the point. And uh, is that it? Well, stay with it. It's that realization body, the hearing body, becoming actualization, or is actually in your cosmos, your fragmentation. Suddenly, by itself, begins to expand beyond the self, beyond the concerns, beyond not dismissing them through, you know, the psychologies and the whispering and the memories, keeping them steady. It's this, it's this, it's this, it's this. Heard it, hearing it, not constricted by it not flinching, not explaining it, not telling it to shut up. And that allows it to, somehow it seems to move on. And and what remains, that open quality, unrestricted, death, so, from the fragmented viewpoint, she was alive, now she's dead. Oh my goodness, shock. What died? Who died? Mm-hmm. Who was here? Was it the physique? Was that it? Was it the shape? Was that it? What was it? What was she? She was a resonance, wasn't she? She was that, oh, hello, hi, well, you know. She was that resounding. And it was that shock of maybe that's going to stop. I won't be able to talk with her, see her, comfort her, see her smile, have a chat, share. The resounding has stopped. Has it? <laughs> Why stop now? <laughs> so you listen, there she is. I can hear my father's voice sometimes. My mother's voice, I can hear them. The cakes. I can taste them. <laughs> His laughter, I can hear it. I only stop when I stop listening. <laughs> when I said, oh, he's gone. That's when it stopped. If I didn't jump to that, resounding doesn't have to stop. It 
comes and goes like it always did. So don't conclude, don't create that punctuation, let the voice be unpunctuated. So if we say, well, you know, how do I have unrestricted awareness when I try and look after two kids and I've got 15 jobs to do and there's a stack of emails and, you know, and there's like all having problems and my car's breaking down, I've got to fix that by yesterday. And I thought, yeah, unrestricted awareness, three more. It's all right for you. <laughs> so, okay, get the Yoni Somani Sikara out. <laughs> what does this sound like? Panic. <laughs> Overwhelm. Panic. Overloaded. Hell, panic. Uh-huh. Listening. Listening. Voice of panic, overwhelm, can't manage. I never could keep up with all this stuff. Listening. Is this now? Is this now? Is this now? Shouldn't be another way. There's nothing wrong. It shouldn't be another way. It's this now. Resonance. Ah. Oh. It's this now. Live with kindness, live with compassion, live with humor. Mm. Don't tighten, don't cling. Stay flexible. Accept life is an ongoing disaster. (laughs) Or rather a rolling wave. Let's not call it anything other than that rolling and swirling. Nobody ever succeeds in it, in a worldly way. Having recognized that, no success, we're free. Because every success brings with it the shadow of failure. No success, no failure. End of that. You you meet, you resound, you accept, as it is. And you know, part of those would be those voices of irritation, disappointment, and self-pity, and blaming, and feeling inadequate. (coughs) It's this now. And just using this body as a as a comfort in this, you can feel those voices. Because with the voice, something else happens that makes things all very actual, very actualized. The voice is in your body. It runs through the nervous system. You can feel it tremble. It takes you in back into your body. It gives you embodiment give you presence. So don't just listen to the language, but go deeper. You cover the cosmos by going, yeah, there's all that. Say, include all that, yup. But it's already too much. Good, if it's too much, include it a bit more. 
till you include the feeling of it's too much. Right? <laughs> if you got to the it's too much, just include a little bit more, which is it's too much, and here it is. Now you've included it all. You've included it, you've included your exasperation, your frustration, your despair, and your knowing of it. Now you've expanded completely. Keep going until there's no more movement. Then, then the realization. Only in, un, in the unrestricted span do you get that final realization where things can turn by themselves. Yeah. So in the untrained mind, the untrained tends to just cl- you know, cling or get stuck in a corner of it, of the cosmos. Mm-hmm. Just gets hedged in, taking perhaps that sense of self as a final, final place, retaining the sense of the separateness. Because out what's out there is just too much, too much. So, okay, yeah, I can get that. So, let me say, okay, get to the skin of the self, in the boundary of it, just that place where you're touching into too much, too much, sensing that, hear the voice of that can't manage. So don't go into all the detail, into the, just to the surface, the skin of it. This is all contained by the experience of can't manage this. Get to the edge, to that skin, oh, and then that's the skin that resonates. Hear the resonance. Hear the resonance, boundary just begins to expand. Because now there's a sense of there's too much, I can't manage. There's a sense of uh-huh, awareness and the sense of resonance with it. So now it has expanded. Now you've got the resonance of it. Right? And you've got the awareness of it. So that the body expands, your suffering body begins to expand. And as it expands, that quality, that movement, seems to initiate responses come from the cosmos. You know, strange voices flash in and say, you know, Maybe they don't say room, maybe they just say, aha, uh-huh. it's like this now. Or maybe they say, I don't know, stop fighting with it. Maybe they say, be who you are. Maybe they say, tell them to, you know, who knows what they say, because these are your teachers. But they speak the voice of another. Generally, come from outside your self package. 
the Buddha, one of the harbingers of awakening is the voice of another. And, you know, we may think that somebody gives me some information, could be. That's one way, yeah, definitely could be. Or it could be that realization voice that happens. When you come to the edge of your skin and you sense being heard, Wait, listen. Stay open. And maybe that um, it could be just something shifts in your body, mm. shifts in your muscle tone, shifts in your breathing. Maybe your breathing drops into your belly. Maybe your throat opens. Maybe you weep, who knows? Bodies do all kinds of things when they get their realization. Mm. Maybe something that you can associate with language occurs, but it's mostly a tonal voice, tone of sympathy. Notice, um, as I've been talking about skin and voices in a somewhat obsessive way, a relationship between the two. How does a voice occur? Breath. Breath moves through, body senses it. Desire invites the voice. Skin in the throat begins to shift. Vocal cords, skin tightens. Sound appears from the skin. Comes out through the physicality of this form. Touches the skin of somebody else's ears skin vibrates, sound arrives from one skin to another skin. It's the vibration of the surfaces. And when we're clamped and closed, then, you know, the muscle takes over uh, and the hardness separation occurs mm. and we sometimes lose the tonalities of that voice. We get, just get into the, the language mesh, the language mass, the weaving of symbols and concepts. 
yeah, with its magic, dazzling magic, and and we lose attention to the voice and the hearing. We interpret and we answer. She said that it means that. He said that he means that. It means he's this, he's that. Yeah. And we do the jumping. And maybe just, you know, returning again. Because now in this situation, you know, we give chance to why we cultivate the silence of retreat and so our listening becomes more profound giving teaching, recognizing that what I would imagine is 10% of what I'm saying resonates. Maybe more, but I don't expect anything more than that. So you kind of say, you make the same resonance with different words stuck on top of it. (laughs) It's the same sound. (laughs) with different layers, words, dressing it up. Because actually it's uh, what really is to be heard is your own resonance. That's all. And what occurs with that, some opening. That's it, that's the, that's the transmission. The rest of it's gravy. You know, bits and pieces that may strike your thinking intelligence, your skin of your mind trembles. Hey, that's good. Mm. Rubbing skin to skin. And we say, well, why don't we just hold each other physically? Could do. But with that um, skin to skin through sound, you get the space. And here the space, which can be quite daunting in silence, space between us, space between people, spacious day. Uh, uh, Actually, the space can be our connection of respect. It's a respect connection. It's a, I allow you to hear your voice. I allow you space so that even the subtlest resonances can be heard, not overlaid. So you can hear the subtlest resonance, not overlaid. And really try to, in our communion, share that best we can, that field one of these resonances, you feel that it's okay to have your voice in your head twittering and muttering. Mm. And who's speaking it? Not, shh, stop it. (laughs) So we create space. Space gives rise, allows the compassion in. But, hmm. a long story, since it's nice to have stories, 
This one is a um, South African nun, Sister Abigail. And uh, so she was South African nun. She was a naturally very loving person and um, living out in the poorer areas of rural South Africa. And she'd take kids in, abandoned kids, she'd take them in. Um, so like she has a nun, she had 10 kids. The place was full of kids, can't take any more. Someone would bring another kid. Okay, we'll find room for her. <laughs> You've got 11 kids. <laughs> can't take any more, somebody brings another kid. Okay, <laughs> we'll have to get by, have another one. Twelve kids. <laughs> Jumbling and scrambling and eventually the kids start to look after each other. <laughs> so people would sort of recognise this this she's is a person who's a kind of you know, saviour kind of solid. So they said, Oh, they found this child had been put in a put in a dustbin. A little baby had been thrown away into a trash can. Mm-hmm. Who knows why the baby had been abandoned, dropped into a trash can somewhere. And they dragged it out. It's dead. And she said, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. So she takes this little child and he straps it to her chest carries this baby strapped to her chest, apparently dead, day and night. Carries this baby strapped to her chest, day and night, just letting her heart and her skin touch. Boom, 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 boom. Then after a while, I think I can hear some. I think it's heart's beating. A little heart, boom, boom. It's beating. Heart has heard her heart starts to wake up. Baby heartbeat comes back. Maybe very faint. And it comes stronger, stronger, stronger. Hmm. Now the baby then has come to life. Hmm. Skin to skin, sound to sound. Heartbeat. Skin is the skin sound is the receptor, the resonance occurs, maybe it comes into life. Hmm. Carrying a seemingly dead baby can't seem a very happy, tidy experience to be having. Hmm. That's compassion, isn't it? We take out mangled psychologies and Breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. Uh, It's this now. Not so sure whether it's all finished, useless, pointless, can't do it. Not so sure. Mm. Mm. Let's keep that heart resonance available and uh, allow the opening to occur. Even within that, we experience those sudden jolts, and it grasps, clings, tightens. That's all part of it. 
tightening, shutting, closing, can't make it. Mm. How was that? How was the sound of that? Mm. It's compassion. Sound of that. We find within probably, I don't know, in that grasping, that craving, that fear, fear of losing, can't manage, have to hold on, feeling vulnerable, can't make it, uncertain, go deeper, I, 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 heartbeat, boom, 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 heartbeat, hear the sound. Include it all. So do, once again, the mind say the same thing. Body, hear the sound in your heart, hear the sound as stream of thoughts. Hear the sound in your body, hear the sound as energy shifting. And the response begins in that point of uh, in the, which occurs like a bodily thing okay and that, just that touching into that place of final landing mm. this is where the response begins Wonderful, curious process, worth, utterly worth living for, supremely worth living for. Nothing else makes so much life so rich, wonderful, beautiful, mysterious, funny as this. Let's share it. So the ongoing invitation for this, uh, your living in this day, actualizing in this day, mm, explore moving, moving the body around, how it moves itself. This does also help for the energies to, you know, become more apparent. The energetic network is intelligent. So just even walking your body, sensing the space, meeting the space, you know, meeting the space around you, meeting your animation in your body. Mm. This kindling, this rubbing together, mm. body and space, animation, and awareness, and see what it cooks up, what comes up, what it brings up that which has an errand for you, a message for you, the 
need to hear.